baby. It's time for NFL Week 12 recap and bold predictions. What a day of football. Another winning weekend for us, and we're going to get into all that and give you some good bold predictions as we uh, come down the final stretch of this NFL season. But uh, that was a lot of fun today. Before we dive in, uh, make sure to hit like and subscribe. And if you want some notifications when our videos are ready, be sure to hit that notification bell because I think we had some technical difficulties with the notification bell. Am I right, Ryan? Yeah, you're right with that. Figured that out this weekend, but we should be good to go now. Good deal. So make sure to hit that so that you know when every video is posted and all that. So uh, that should help out. But yeah, this is this is a lot of fun. We're at week 12. And uh, yeah, let's our, our record for this week was 7-5. and five, But we are up 2.65 units. Thank you, Christian Watson, tonight. That's for sure. Uh, year to date, 58 and 54, and we are now up over 13 units on the year. That is freaking awesome. We are fired up. This is a lot of fun uh, interacting with some people on TikTok and Instagram, and uh, this has been awesome. So in this video, we're going to do a little bets recap, and then we're going to talk about a few of the, the big wild games today, and we're going to end it with some bold predictions. So this is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, if you want to talk and, and just hear football, let's let's do this. Ryan, you ready? I'm ready. Let's do this. Let's do it. All right, bring up that bets recap. And there was a ton of freaking bets because we gave out a lot for Thanksgiving, and I was just feeling it today on Instagram and TikTok. So we already know about the, the Thursday games. We talked about that briefly. And so we had uh, Ryan hit two with the Lions and Hawkinson. I went one and two. One of them was just a half unit. Uh, anyways, the bets today, Ravens minus three and a half. Uh, the Ravens are on our do not bet list. I believe now. And uh, that Titans money line. Titans couldn't quite come back and beat the Bengals. So he ended up going two and two. Over on my side for today, that Ravens game again killed us. Uh, we'll talk about that. Just a wild fourth quarter. And then Jets minus six. No sweat winner. We need need one of those today. And then our freaking Seahawks. Oh, God, I got so much to say. But yeah, that was a loss. But here's where we picked up the slack. Welcome to social media. I hope you guys are following us on social media because we had some winners today. 3-0, Geno Smith over 259.5. I believe he went over 300 pretty easily today in the wild, crazy game against the Raiders. Uh, Christian Watson, anytime touchdown, if you saw that today, plus 260. Yeah, doggy. We were rooting that on right before we started this podcast, and uh, we went crazy, to say the least. Yeah, we were jumping up and down. That was exciting. Miles Sanders over yardage, uh, he did that pretty easy, too. He, I think he went over 100 today. Is that right? Yeah, the uh, Eagles ran the ball very well against the Packers. It was impressive. Yep. They're, they are a run-funnel defense, that Packers D. They are just welcome to the, the whole open. So those are all our bets. Um, we're going to have another one for Monday night, so stay tuned for that. But even if we lose a bet on Monday night, we got a we got a winning week. We've been on a roll. I think we only had like two losing weeks maybe for the whole year. Maybe three. I don't know. But yeah, up over 13 units. This is freaking awesome. And man, I don't know if you were watching Red Zone today, but there were some games to watch, especially during the witching hour. That Ravens game, first of all, it killed us. Uh, Ryan, are we done betting them? What do you think? I want to be there. They look like they have good bets to do. And I'm like, yeah, that one works. That one works. And then every time, somehow, towards the end of the game or something weird, and it just never works out. So I think you're right. I think they're on our do not bet list for sure. They are. Uh, they had 33 points scored in the fourth quarter. 
there was like, I believe it was like 30, what they have, like 30 points in the first three quarters or something like that, or 20-something points. And then they scored 33 in the fourth to kill my under. It was unbelievable. I, I was sitting so pretty heading into the fourth, and they went bonkers. But, yeah, the Ravens are inconsistent to me. You just have no idea what they're going to be. And I don't mean inconsistent game to game. I mean quarter to quarter, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. and But let's just stop talking about the Ravens for a second. Trevor Lawrence is slowly becoming a stud down there in Jacksonville. I don't think he's on the upper echelon of quarterbacks or anything like that yet. Um, but he's not being talked about because he's in Jacksonville. He was a number one pick and uh, better coaching now, finally, without Urban Meyer. And he made some clutch throws, and he I think he took a step this week. This That was a huge game for him, and uh, it was kind of cool to see. What, what do you think about Trevor Lawrence? Well, I don't like him right now. He ruined our bets. If he didn't do I know, what he did, I know. yeah, the last two drives, we would have been sitting pretty. He came up huge. I mean, there was like a fourth and sixth. There was a couple third down throws on the sideline that he made that were just super mm-hmm. impressive. His wide receivers were making catches. Christian Cook is Kirk is helping him out. Um, but this is kind of why I, I betted this because I didn't think he was playing this well and doing these things. And he was having turnover issues. But man, those last two drives, they killed us bad. I didn't like it. Yeah, they did. And I thought I expected more out of the Ravens, D. They've been playing really well, but mm-hmm. it's the Ravens. Welcome to the John Harbaugh Ravens. That's how they play. So Anyways, that game made us lose two games. So other than that one game, we did really good instead of just decently good. Um, two overtime games this weekend. Uh, how do we feel, Ryan, first of all, about overtime? Yeah, I don't remember if we talked about it on the podcast that we're doing right now or if we talked about it behind the scenes. But overtimes, man, they got to change the rules. If you are a run defensive team, 10-minute quarter or 10 minutes, whatever they're calling it, isn't long enough. You get maybe one possession to do your thing. If you do one possession punt and you're getting the ball back, you got like a minute. So if you're a running team, it's a tie. You're ending in a tie. If you're Ryan Tannehill or somebody else, that's a good team. But because you got the ball the second time in overtime, it's not good. I don't like it. I don't want to go to college, but I think they definitely need to change something. For sure. That's one of my takeaways. I agree. I mean, so you're seeing some of these drives, even high octane offenses like the Bills will have like seven, eight minute drives because they all all these short yeah. passes. And it's like, well, that's the whole, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's just like one possession each and that's it. So it's pretty much like just sudden death, like either go to 15, make it a full quarter or or do something different. You know, I, I like how college does it. I don't think you should start at the 25. Uh, I, I would say maybe start at, I don't know, midfield. You know, something like that. Yeah. You get you get one possession each where you got you do have to get a first down to get a field goal. I mean, I guess maybe I don't know. If you have Justin Tucker, you might be able to get zero yards and still <laughs> take a deep one. But um, yeah, except for today, except for today. But, but, but yeah, anyways, with uh, with the Bills, like if they take up seven and a half minutes of the clock and kick a field goal, that means the other team has a chance. Well, do they really have a chance? You got two and a half minutes to get down the field and score a field goal or a touchdown. If you're kicking a field goal, you're playing for a tie. That's just ridiculous. I agree. What if you do like a, you start at your own, I don't know, 20 and you have to go, you just go for it on every fourth down. There's no kickers involved and you get as many yards as possible. I just thought of this just right now. So I haven't thought this through, So don't. (laughs) but you know what I mean? There's no kickers. And if you get a touchdown, obviously that helps, but you just, because then it's just offense and defense and not who has the best kicker. Cause I, I think kickers take are too important in football. There's so much to be done 
on the field and then a kicker can come come and ruin it or or make it better like i, I just i don't know but that's why bot. you can't take it away it, special teams is a big part of nfl football and it's just i know so you got to keep I the know. kicker you got to figure you a happy medium i think it's a 10 minutes i think you have to go to 15 and that fix it some yeah we'll have more discussion on this but special teams is still kick return kickoff punt return punt there's still there's still something okay yeah. anyways i don't mean to take away your jobs kicker sorry but uh see real quick these two overtime games seahawks lost to the raiders that was a freaking disgrace and and i'm being nice right now it was a freaking disgrace as a seahawks fan to watch this defense play the defensive line was absolutely awful it was awful if anyone's out there saying uh you know the secondary was struggling to cover receivers no it had nothing to do with that maybe a little it barely had anything to do with that the defensive line gave Derek Carr all day to throw and opened up holes for Josh Jacobs that I could have ran through. Josh Jacobs just set the single game record, Raider record, for th- with 303 total yards. Did you know that? He had 303 no, today. Wow. Set the single game record. Congratulations, Seahawks. You have turned shooty, poopy. I mean, it's, I don't know what happened. Can you explain this to me? Because they were one of the top defenses for like a month, and I didn't expect that to continue. But now they gave up a ton of running yards to the Buccaneers who can't run the ball in Germany when they did that. And they come back and do this against the Raiders. I, I have no answers. That was pathetic defensive performance. Thank you. That's all I got for them. <laughs> no, You're right. I think it's the defensive line. Um, that's why when we were talking about the Seahawks potentially doing a trade, getting a defensive weapon. I know we can't do it because of picks and things like that, and you just give up too much. But, man, their D-line is terrible. I mean, there there is no pressure, and it's not a matter of getting sacks. I mean, he's comfortable in the pocket to throw the ball wherever he wants. So even if there's tight coverage, if he throws a perfect ball because his pocket's perfect, they're making yards, and then running lanes just everywhere. So, yeah, it's bad. Yeah, to me, it's draining when, when they run the ball. Like, you're just helpless. You know that every time – when it was third and two – I don't know yep. about you, but when I watched third two, I was like, there's no chance we're stopping him. There's zero yep. chance. We have no, we have, we're not getting any pressure. But like you said, our past defense was terrible on the line and our run defense. It wasn't just one or the other. Like we weren't getting any pressure either and we weren't stopping the run. So that was pathetic. Congrats to the Raiders. Uh, we have a buddy that's a Raiders fan. Congrats. Your team won. We deserve to lose. That was just, that was ugly. That hurt us. That was a hurt. That hurt because that was a game you have to win at home against the Raiders. So. Anyways, that's what I got for that one. Uh, second overtime game, Browns beat the Buccaneers. I have to ask you this question, Mr. Tom Brady lover. Are we still believing in this under 500? And I know they're probably going to make the playoffs of the division leader by a game or a half game. But do you actually believe in them still? Like, now that you know what the Seahawks are playing like, was that a fluke in Germany because we just suck right now on defense? Or do you believe in this Bucks team? I don't know. The injuries are piling up. They got another injury. Uh, I think, believe in the secondary. Worst went down. He was carted off the field. So it's just a matter of health. And I just don't think they can withstand the injuries that are happening right now to their team. Um, if they get healthy towards the end of the season, I do believe they still make the playoffs because that NFC South is terrible. Um, mm-hmm. So I still think they get in. But if they're not healthy when they get in, it doesn't matter. So it's a matter of health, I think. If they get healthy and get hot right at the last second, there's a chance. But not 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 like this. So, no. What do you, what do you mean? It doesn't matter because they have Tom Brady, right? When you have the, nobody, the, because they're all the, hurt. It, but he's got Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and Kate Otten. Come on, yeah. You you need time to at least get the ball to them, and when oh, you're getting pressure like that, it doesn't matter. 
So your earlier statements about receivers being so incredibly important actually don't matter if you don't have an offensive line, like I always say. Uh, Oh, got it. No, I just want to clear that up. Okay, also, uh, for the Browns, Deshaun Watson is back next week to go play his old team. And how funny would that be for the Texans to beat him? I don't know how that's going to happen. The Texans look awful. Um, But Deshaun is back. Welcome back to the NFL. Uh, You know, I don't know if he's allowed to get massages or anything during the season. He probably shouldn't be. But um, he's back. He's going to get booed like nobody's business in Houston. And it's going to be ugly. So, um they don't have a chance, right, Ryan? They're, what, four and seven right now, the Browns, even with Deshaun back? Yeah, yeah. we're looking at their schedule in the AFC. No, there's there's no chance. Like, I think everything no would have to work out perfect. They'd have to go undefeated the rest of the season. And yeah, a team would still have to lose here and there to, for them to make it. No, no chance. I, I agree. And uh, to go back on the Bucks, the Bucks are toast. Um, yeah, they can make the playoffs. Their division's terrible, but they are toast. They have no chance of winning this Super Bowl. You know it. I know it. Yep. yep. Sorry, Brady. Sorry. Um, anyways, yeah, that's uh, last. That's big game. Chargers Cardinals. Um, the Chargers went for two to beat the Cardinals. I know you got strong opinions about two point conversions. So what, what do what do we got here, Ryan? I'm thinking teams uh, teams that are good on offense are definitely in the red zone. Should think about going mm-hmm. for two basically every single time. Like that could be a game changer if you're I don't know hitting what 60 percent of your two point conversions. Um, I think I think teams need to start looking into that and thinking maybe to do that. I mean, every once in a while, you see it all the time in the NFL. A kicker pushes a kick or hooks a kick on a PAT, so they're not even 100%. So what happens if you go, you know, 67% at going for twos? It's still better than hitting one-pointers. I don't know. Might be something to think I, about. I agree. By the way, these teams do look into that, just so you know. I mean, they have so many. They have people that are just on analytics for this, and there are some teams out there. I know the Steelers used to go for two all the time. I don't know if they do right now. They barely yeah. score a touchdown, so um, that's hard to go for two. But um, there are there are teams that do believe in it. But in regards to just going for two to win a game, what are your thoughts? Because that's what the Char- Chargers did right here. They said, I'm not going for the tie. I'm not going for overtime. I'm going for the win. Uh, I really think that depends on the team. Uh, if you're like an underdog team or away or momentum, I think that's where you kind of weigh it into the, to your uh, options of whether or not to go for it or not. Like if you're like, this team is killing us. There's if, if we give them the ball back, they're going to win. So we're not going to mm-hmm. hope on a coin flip and then they, you know, kick return and then score a touchdown. So win it now or lose it later. So I, yep. I, I think no, it really I, depends. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Especially your road team. Go, go win a home game. You know what I mean? I mean? Go win a away game, take out the home team. Go for two and just end it and go home. But like you said, like if it's like a 35-35 game and you know mm. defenses aren't stopping, don't count on a coin flip. Go win it. You got a yeah. chance to win it, go win it. Yeah. Um, and that goes back to the Seahawks, by the way. I am so sick of coaches playing for to not lose and for ties. And Pete Carroll had fourth down with like, what, four or five minutes left in overtime at midfield, right? And he I punted. I like it was farther than that. No, it wasn't that far. Anyways, it wasn't it wasn't that much deeper. Maybe fourth and six. Maybe I don't even think it's fourth and seven. I thought it was fourth and five. I think what I'm saying is what I'm saying is this is a game where you pass for 320 yards. It's easy. The defense is not very good. Go win a freaking game. When you punt, that's you saying at best we're gonna tie. We're good with the tie. This is not soccer. This is not soccer. Okay. And if it was soccer, I wouldn't be watching it. I wouldn't be talking about it. I wouldn't have it on ever. 
I am. I just don't understand. You got to play to win. You're playing in the NFL to win. You only have a few chances in life to win NFL games, right? Go yeah. win a game if you're a head coach. And that was just mind-boggling me. I was so pissed off when Josh Jacobs ran that for a walk-off touchdown. I said, "Good. You know what? We deserve that." After punting, that was yeah. a joke. Okay, yeah. sorry. Little rant. Um. Anyway, it's about this Chargers Cardinals real quick. The Cardinals are toast. I can't wait to watch that on Hard Knocks. If anyone's watching that in-season Hard Knocks for the Cardinals. It's good stuff, um, and that's going to get ugly. We're doing bold predictions in just a second. I have one about this Cardinal team. Um, but real last question about the Chargers. Do they have any idea how to just win easy? Is every game a struggle? Like, they, they play to their competition on every game. They play up. They play down. It's crazy. It's wild. No, I nailed it. I don't, <laughs> no, I, I don't no. understand it. It's no. bad coaching is what it is, but I don't understand it. So, so that's what I got. Here we go. Drum roll, please. It's time for some bold predictions. And when we say bold, well, when I say bold, I mean accurate predictions. Because I am these are accurate. <laughs> there's, not, there's nothing else to say about it. So I got three. Ryan's got two. Let's dive right in. I don't know how bold this is to people, but this is about the 49ers. They're absolutely loaded. And they will be in the Super Bowl. That, that's my bold prediction. And maybe that's not that bold, but uh, I think they have a chance to win it all. I know Jimmy G, you know, he's he's hit and miss, but he has the experience. Shanahan has plenty of experience in the playoffs. Um, so it's not a team that you're going to worry about any of that with. Um, I just think that just think about their four weapons. By the way, they did lose Elijah Mitchell today, which was one of their weapons. Uh, he went down with a knee injury. It's not season ending, I don't think, but it's not pretty. Uh, and so, you know, as a Christian McCaffrey fantasy owner, I'm okay with that because I don't know why Christian McCaffrey is not getting the ball more today. That was pissing me off. But anyways, there are four weapons. McCaffrey, Debo, Brandon Ayuk is becoming a stud receiver, and George Kittle. Like, those are four where it's like, how did we get them all the ball? And I just think they're loaded. But here's the different, here's the crazy part. They can win any way they want to. If you want to keep it low scoring and win like today, they won 13 to 0. They can do that. If they have to score 38, 40, they will. They just did that in Mexico against the Cardinals, right? They scored like 40. I mean, they can win either way. And all these weapons are on offense are awesome. But you know what's even crazier? And you may have seen this on TV. They have not given up a point in the second half four straight games. That's just wild (laughs) to me. Four straight games they haven't given up a point in the second half. I mean, the defense is becoming healthy. Obviously, anything can happen by the playoffs with injuries and everything, but defense is the top three defense in the league right now, um, and they're forty. And the offense is loaded, still working McCaffrey, and he's only played a, three, a few games, and Debo's on and off hurt right now. So if they are healthy heading into the playoffs, this team is as dangerous as absolutely anybody. That's my first one. What do you got, Ryan? What do, Eagles? Vikings? Cowboys? They, they just yeah, there's over? teams. No, I'm just... no nothing. Nothing's a walkover. I'm just okay. saying, when when healthy, this team is is playing the best football. I mean, they're just they haven't even played many games with McCaffrey. They're still they're still working into this right now, and I just think they're just loaded because the Eagles are not showing any domination on defense right now. If you've watched <laughs> them in the last three weeks, they're yeah. showing no domination right now. So, and you know, it's it's up and down NFL season. So right now, they're my Super Bowl team out of the NFC. Okay, gotcha. Uh, By the way, bo- real quick, that, go for that means I don't think the Seahawks are winning the division, if you can't tell. <laughs> so, okay, go. <laughs> go Hawks. Woo-hoo. Um, yeah. M- my bold prediction would have to be uh, the Bills uh, getting bounced early in the playoffs, maybe winning one game, but that, I, that's it, max. Uh, 
too much pressure on Josh Allen. He's a gunslinger throwing turnovers. They don't win pressure games. Everything's on him. They're kind of picking up a running game a little bit, but I don't think that's going to be consistent. His elbow, who knows if that's going to last the entire season. And red zone scoring, uh, it's just a struggle for them for, for whatever reason. Um, I think it's the gunslinger and Josh Allen. He's thinking, I got to make a play. I got to make everything work. I can't settle for a field goal. Uh, so they just do that. So I do think, and I know you're not going to like it here, but uh, Bills get bounced early in the playoffs, which would be bad because everybody had them for the Super Bowl, winning the Super Bowl, making the Super Bowl, AFC Championship game at least. And I don't even think they make it there. Like, mm -mm, no hope. Drill me with it. Really, uh, I no, I mean, I will say this. If they play like they've been playing lately, yeah, that's a that's a guarantee. But, you know, how teams play in week 17 and then going into the playoffs as opposed to now will probably be different. There's ebbs and flows and all that. So they have time to figure it out. But you're right. I mean, there's struggles in the red zone and, and Allen just making some cr just interesting decisions and his gunslinger mentality. You know, there's a reason some gunslingers just have a hard time – you know, winning Super Bowls because you can't make that big mistake in the playoffs. You you mm -mm. can't throw it to the chest of a defender when you're playing good teams. Um, and I don't know. I'm still a Bills believer. They're just they're struggling right now. And so I can see it. I can see the Dolphins beating them. I can see the Chiefs beating them. Um, you know, why couldn't the Chargers or, you know, there's another team I'm missing. Um, Titans, like why couldn't they? You know what I mean? Like they I don't I don't believe in the Titans, but why not? They run <laughs> They run all over them, and then what? Like, they control the clock and all that? Like, you just never know. So, I don't disagree completely, but I hope you're wrong. So, my second one's a little quicker and easier. It's about coaches. Cliff Kingsbury and Nathaniel Hackett, they're going to be fired before the season's over. In fact, don't be surprised to see them uh, fired, like, tomorrow morning. I just have a feeling... That one of them is gone. Um, I think Kingsbury maybe by tomorrow morning. Hackett hasn't even had a full season, so I don't, I don't know how soon they would do that. But uh, just starting with Kingsbury, if you heard Kyler Murray after the game today, he said they were pretty much screwed schematically today. I mean, that's not good. That's just all coach right there. And, and Kyler, Kyler's a whole other story. Kyler's a baby and a bad loser. So uh, um, I just think... I just think Kingsbury doesn't have any clue what he's doing. He doesn't make adjustments in game. You know, he, he just has this offense that the NFL figured out really easily and, uh, and it hasn't got it changed anything. So I, I just don't think he's a good coach at all. He's barely, he got fired in college. He's barely a 500 coach in college. Um, Nathaniel Hackett's one of the worst coaches I've ever seen in my 36 years of living. I, I'm not going to be, I'm not even like, like trying to be bold. He is absolutely horrendous. And some of this is on Russell Wilson. I'm hearing so many reports. You see videos out there of defensive linemen yelling at Russ, just mm -hmm. pissed off at him probably because they just lost another game to the Panthers and they couldn't score at all. You know, I saw a defensive lineman just screaming and pointing at him with the coach right there and didn't, didn't even stop him or say anything. And, you know, I don't know what Russ said. He just looked quiet. He probably just said, you know, Broncos Nation, let's ride right back to him or something. <laughs> but, it, I mean, he he's bad. That's a whole other story. Um, and Russ should be benched also. He's the worst quarterback in the NFL. Um, so, yeah, that, I think they're going to be fired before the end of the year. Hackett, I can see maybe the end of the year because it's one year. But Kingsbury's gone soon, I promise you. He's gone. Anyways, you're up. What do you got? I, I think you nailed it. Uh, my next bold prediction would have to be the Giants missing the playoffs. Uh, they've been struggling lately. Teams figured them out as far as only give it to Barkley, whether it's passing or running. Uh, there's injuries on that team. Defensive backs hurt. Uh, offensive linemen are hurt. 
Uh, Daniel Jones is having to do a little bit too much, getting some interceptions now. Plus, they have a brutal schedule coming up. They got the Commanders, very hot team in the NFL. Eagles, Commanders again. Vikings, Colts, you know, that's not a great team. And then Eagles again to finish it off. Eagles maybe at that time aren't playing for much, potentially, mm -hmm. but I think they could be. Who knows? Like, you want the first round by, and if they're tied with a team, whether the Cowboys or the Vikings, uh, they got to be out there playing. So that's a tough schedule. I, I think the Seahawks, even though they didn't play well um, this last game against the Raiders, I think they get in just because the Giants are playing so bad and the schedule is brutal. So my bold prediction is the Giants not making the playoffs after the hot start that they were on, which is sad for I Giants. love it. Sorry. I love it. I love it. Yep. Uh, Seahawks have a much easier schedule, I believe. Uh, yes. They do play the 49ers. And Only once. But they play the Rams Chiefs. twice. They play the Rams twice, yeah. the Panthers, the Jets, the Chiefs, and the Niners. Yeah. The Rams twice with how they are right now and the Panthers, I mean, those are almost three guaranteed locks, but I thought today was a lock too, so what the, what the heck do I know? Right. Um, but they play the Chiefs, right? 49ers and Chiefs, so they're two hard games or something. Yeah. But, mm -hmm. Yeah, I like it. I mean, I think Giant fans are getting worried right now. You know, Commanders, Commanders are that team that finds a way to win. The Commanders are the Titans of the NFC, just so we're clear. <laughs> I don't mean yeah. Titans like they're the king, they're the best. I mean, literally, the Tennessee Titans over in the AFC, they are similar to the Titans in in that regard and how they play. They just find ways to win games most most of the time. Titans did not this time. But um, all right, third and most accurate prediction. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, when his career is over, he's going to go down as the greatest quarterback in the history of football. He is going to uh... have all the records. He's going to have all the records. There's only one guy that could maybe finish higher than him, and that's Tom Brady. So what if I said he will get finished as the second best quarterback of all time? Sure. You're okay. actually on board? Okay. Oh, yeah. He's 27 He's 27 years old, right? He's 59 and 15. I could be wrong. It might be 60 and 15 now. 66% completion percentage, averaging over 300 yards a game. He's Again, he's 27 years old. Two Super Bowl appearances, one championship, one MVP. One rookie of the year. He has it all. When you watch him, here's the number one thing he, that you just see when in him. He's a winner. Like, when you watch their game, it's it's similar to, like, Michael Jordan in the NBA. Okay, take it easy. I know what the comparisons. But what I'm saying is, like, when you have that guy on the other side, you have, you never, until those clock, that clock shows zero, you never think you're going to beat him, right? Like, or you just know they always have a chance. And I Mahomes agree. is that guy. And, yes, you can say Andy Reid helps that. Of course. Behind every great quarterback or any player or coach, they have someone to help them. Am I right? Oh, like yeah. Belichick needed Brady. Brady needed Belichick. It, it's all together. Um, except Russ. He he needs uh, Pete Carroll. <laughs> Pete Carroll doesn't need him. Um, but what I'm saying is Mahomes is an absolute stud. He's one of my favorite players to watch because I am a middle infielder. I used to play baseball, and uh, he has that sidearm throw. He can throw from all angles. He's a gunslinger because he can throw anywhere, but he's not, he doesn't make terrible decisions. The, the amazing part about him is that he's a true quarterback too. He just knows what the defense is doing and he knows where to give the ball to. And it's, it's awesome. It's awesome to see. He makes people around him better. When he has loses Tyree kill, they don't drop. They don't miss a beat. Like they're still just unbelievable. So he's the man. I love me some Mahomes. That's all I got. No, Mahomes, Mahomes is a stud. I think if you're talking like arm talent, and stats and those things, I think he'll he'll probably be number one. But it's it's and also winning. one 
well, that too, but it's also longevity. Yeah. Like, I don't know if everyone's going to make it to 44, 45, 43, um, and six or seven Super Bowls. Like, those are the stats for Brady that I think he's okay. Brady's going to hold over but, Mahomes. But, but you're not going to only go on Super Bowls, right? Like, if he wins four and sets all records, like, oh, that, you start thinking about it, right? Yeah, like, you definitely start thinking about okay. it for sure. Like, yeah. As far as like arm talent wise, his arm just blows Brady's out of the water. Like, his, yeah, he's, he's special. Close. He's special when it comes to legs, arm, all of those things. Mm-hmm. It's just now, I, I don't know how Brady did it as far as lasting forever, winning late, winning as many Super Bowls and Super Bowl appearances. Like, that's just really impressive. So, that's the hard part. Agree. Like, yep, that's, I agree. those I are mean, the hard things for him. Yeah, I, I think Andy Reid and Mahomes are, are more fun and more special than Belichick and Brady. Oh, By yeah. the time Mahomes' career is over, I think they will go down right up there with Belichick and Brady. That's just what I think. I yeah. love me some Andy Reid too. Anytime he goes on a post game conference press conference and he talks about eating burgers and all that kind of stuff, he, he's just a man. I love me some Andy Reid. So, uh, yeah, that's my bold statement. Mahomes, uh, he's freaking good, man. Um, all right, those are our bold predictions. That's our our short little recap of Week Twelve. I got some announcements. Are we ready? All right, take a seat. Just relax. We got some announcements. It won't take long. But uh, we're going to be doing a power rankings probably after week 13. So next week, we're going to give our our power rankings. Haven't done it in a while. We're going to start getting inching closer as to who we think is going to make the playoffs um, and all that. Maybe some MVP races. We'll go over that and all that. So that'll be fun. Uh, We haven't done an NBA recap video in a little while. Thanksgiving and and some plans has stopped that. But we are going to be doing an NBA recap video this week. Lots to talk about in the NBA, and uh, man, I hope if if you're a sports better, which I hope you are, uh, I hope you're following us on social media because we're, we're 20 and 13 year to date right now on NBA bets. So it's been awesome. It's been a lot of fun. Um, I'm probably giving them out. I don't know. Always think right, like three, four days a week or so. NBA bets. Some some yeah. days there's like three games or something, and I don't do it. But uh, yeah, that's been a lot of fun. And then, as always, we do our NFL Best Bets video Thursday night. usually comes out late that night or early Friday morning. So uh, stay tuned for that for week 13 coming. Got to keep this roll going. And then tomorrow, Monday Night Football, I'm going to find a best bet in this absolute crap show of a game with the Steelers and Colts. It's ugly. And uh, I'm going to find something for you. And, I, I, by the way, I feel like I read today that no Steeler quarterback this year has thrown for multiple touchdowns in a game. I'll have to check that, but I swear I saw that show up on the screen. Yeah, hmm. I, I mean, I can't really fight it. Sounds about right. <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Could be right. Yeah, so, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll find you a winner, hopefully, and keep the roll going for this week to end end strong. So that's where we're at. Uh, again, make sure to hit like and subscribe. Follow us on social media. All that. This is uh, this is awesome. Another fun week. Ryan, you got anything to finish this out? I can't wait till my black eye bruise goes away. Like it's looking. Yeah, pretty good right it's now. Like, looking worse. Yeah, it doesn't hurt, so that's good. My headache's gone, but the color's there, so that'll be fun tomorrow. <laughs> you can see out of it. That's all you need, right? Yeah, yeah you're good. Right. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, that's where we're at. Uh, thanks again, and uh, we'll we're gonna be doing this soon. So uh, we will talk to you later.